Hey, Melody. Hey, Peter. What's up, Drew? Hey, how's it going? Welcome to How College Works. As you can tell from the sounds of our voice, Melody is not motivated today. <laughs> I hate you. I'm super, <laughs> I'm super juice. I'm so motivated right now. And Drew you was ready to go. You always happy. You're always like, hey. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Every time. Yeah, I'm I'm faking it. Let's fake. And and, and the, sorry, Peter, I interrupted your intro. Go ahead. No, no. I'll go, you know, well, I can. Okay. I'm gonna step it back just a moment. Like, no, we wanted to talk. And Drew, actually, you were the one who brought this up in terms of motivation and kind of the myth of motivation. Yeah, and I I thought about it because of our previous episode. I'm assuming they get released in order. I don't know. Generally speaking, yes. And. And my feeling too at the beginning of this year where I had, you know, we all had new job and new job responsibilities or I didn't have a new position, but new, you know, roles and, and new programs to roll out and all these things. And it was difficult to come together and say like, what's our start date? What's our hours? When are we going to record this podcast and get excited and come, come on the audio and say, yeah, super sweet. I'm, I'm psyched to be here. Let's do a podcast about how college works and help our students out and our transition you know, um, but we have to, I, I've, you know, in one sense, I feel like we, we still have territory to cover and we have to do it. Um, so the, the idea of students or, and I'm, of course, I'm always thinking of my own experience as a first year college student, uh, or even as a final year high school student. Um, and this idea that turns out to be wrong erroneous, I don't know, or somehow skewed, that I can wait until I'm motivated and then and then get to work. Or if it's something I'm passionate about, then I'll be super motivated by it intrinsically. And that will just push me through and drive me through. And if I'm not, and the flip of the coin is, if I'm not motivated by it today, it must mean this is not my life passion that's calling to me and I should change majors and quit and do whatever else. <laughs> well, I, I'm listening to you and I'm getting echoes of you know, my own experience. And you know, when I was going to, to college uh, and high school, I mean, the the, what people talked about, the buzzwords were different. And so motivation wasn't sort of a big thing. But even if it's not something that's getting called out, you know, mm -hmm. by people talking about their work or their school, there was this feeling that I, I, I wanted to work on things when it was exciting to work on them, I guess, if that makes sense. You know, like you, you wanted to be excited about some portion of the homework that you had to do for high school or for college. Uh, and if you weren't, then it just, you didn't jump on that. You know, it was like, we'll wait till later. That's why everything happened like later in the evening is because, you know, done with dinner, uh, don't feel like doing it. So let's play some quake. Cause that's what we were doing when I went to college. First quake, by the way, maybe quake two. Not, <laughs> I don't not even know what you're talking out. about. <laughs> Somebody will. Uh, <laughs> so it's like I'll just I'm gonna waste some time I'm gonna relax I'm gonna chill until until I feel like doing it. You're right, and we I don't think we had the vocabulary at that point. I didn't anyway to turn around and say like, oh, I'm not motivated um, to do this right now, and later I'll be motivated. In my head, it was like this kind of uh, after after a semester and after a year at college, I was I was out loud saying to people. If I could only do the, you know, music performance portion and not the, the coursework, or if I could just do the coursework and not the performance, I would, I think I would be, I would have enough, you know, reserves, battery power for this, mm. um, for this major, for the, for the amount of workload it is for me. And, and I, I kept thinking that all, almost all the way through college and, it it was it 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 turns out to me looking backwards that that is just not the case. It was a lot of workload. We've talked about workload before, but to think that I could, you know, do one and not the other, and then somehow I would magically be motivated and my batteries would be recharged enough to do it is I don't think true. I believe what would have happened is that I would have quit one or the other, 
and felt the same lackadaisical, you know, mm -hmm. ennui, you know, lack of motivation uh, for the half of the work that was left. Yeah, I, that's, you know, I, there's a similar sort of feeling that came through a lot of us involved in my cohort in grad school. And we talked about, originally it was like the McDonald's fantasy, and then we amended that to the Home Depot fantasy. Like, oh, like working at McDonald's if it doesn't work out for grad school? Yeah, there were times, yeah, basically times in grad school is like, man, if I just worked at Home Depot. Yeah, peace, right? Take my life would be so much better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought the same thing. You know, like maybe I'll just go fold shirts at the Gap. Right, right. This is so much work. It's so, it's so draining. It's like, there's all these things coming at me and I'm not prepared for all of them. Like you're, it's, there's this element of like, you go from high school to yeah. college and you're moving from understanding exactly what's coming and when, even if right. you're not, can't do it. And then you go from college to grad school and it's the same process of like, you, you, yeah. you well, do all the things now you don't. Thing. It's, it's, it's more than just not prepared for it and whatever. It's also, I don't feel like doing it and then right. when you once you say that out loud oh i don't feel like it well now now when i'm hearing that as a uh first as a teacher teaching students and hearing my students say i don't want to well, okay oh, well it's, yeah. it's, that's not a requirement or i hear my son and my daughter say you know i don't feel like it i don't want to it's like oh well that's a different problem and that's a a different solution too so and again, I had the same feeling as a teacher when I started in special education. I said, if I could just do the IEP meeting paperwork for mm -hmm. my students, um, I think I would be crushing it. <laughs> well, as a, or as opposed to if I could just do the teaching, lesson prep, lesson delivery to my students with learning disabilities, I would be uh, totally excited. And I think, again, that's magical thinking that's kind of false. And, and this idea of I would be motivated if... The, the whole idea of motivation is a little bit of an illusion. And I don't mean that to say like the concept of motivation is fake. I, I mean that to say the illusion in your head that motivation is going to be a battery charger and you're going to suddenly be uh, called and compelled and unable to stop yourself from joyfully completing your tasks based on this mythical battery energy that fills you up called motivation. I don't think that's ever the case. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Like, because I've certainly had also similar experiences, both as a high school or college graduate student, postdoc, adult with child, be like, oh man, it's just can't wait for you know this deadline to hit, like the semester to be over, and then everything's gonna be okay, and then and then that deadline hits, and no, and then this, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, it's like I have like half the stuff to do, and I'm like, uh that wasn't I what I I've wanted. Seen a, seen a meme lately, and I think it was specifically about academics, but I think that it's true for all adults. It's like we're all like, oh, but once I get through this week, everything will slow down, and it never does. No. No. Yeah. And work is a gas. It expands to fill the space available, but also your your lack of motivation is a gas. It expands to fill the time and energy yeah. that you have to give it. Hmm. So um, I was, as Drew was talking about how, like, you know, even though you wanted to be a music major and you probably liked what you're doing, I think, at least for us, in terms of our generation, I think we were told to find our passion. Oh, and yeah. that if you find your passion, then work doesn't feel like work. Um, and that's like totally stupid and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. So you're totally right. It's easy to look back and say like, oh yeah, I had such a great time in music school. I had such a great time first couple years teaching and helping students and, you know, but today's work today is, is always just, um, a, a certain level of, it doesn't matter how motivated I am. I just have to get up. It's, it's cold in the morning and take a shower and I'm uncomfortable changing my clothes and oh well. <laughs> that's because you're old, Drew. That's wow. cool, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, it's cold and dark and I don't want to get out of bed, but I have to, okay? Right, yeah. It's, well, not and because, it's not because I got motivated that I rolled out of bed. Right. It, right? Well, it reminds me a little bit of, this is probably a deep cut that only I remember. I remember reading a book and it was a fantasy novel that's unimportant but talking about the reason the character saying the reason i'm uncomfortable is the unreasonable expectation that i wouldn't be out in the rain in the cold like that the 
<laughs> not just the desire, but the expectation that I'm going to get up in the morning and be rested and full of energy. No, that never right. happens. Right. That expectation is what ruins your morning. If you don't expect that, if you just accept sort of what, Wow, what the reality is the cold this. dark morning and just get over it wow, in the middle of winter so, yes that's so buddhist <laughs> well, it is i guess i think well and then i you know i have this conversation with my students and my tutors all the time you know because they're like well you know when i graduate from college i'll have time to do these things and i'll yeah. do this and i'm like no yeah. i'm like i told myself that same lie <laughs> so you know just do it now if you want to do it or just be okay with not doing it because it doesn't get easier after you finish college. It doesn't get easier after you buy a house. It does, you know, people have these like sort of deadlines and they think, oh, well, things will be better when I'm in my 30s. And I love <laughs> when 20 year olds tell me, well, when I'm in, in my 30s, I'm going to be way, I have myself way more together than you. And I'm like, good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we all does, think that. Does it change when I reach my 40s? Because I'm almost there and I'd like to yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. You know when, when somebody tells me that, I say, I hope you're right. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'll call you when you're 30. Right. No, I, yeah. I hope that my students do better than I am. Like my students, I would make way more money. All right, good. I hope that's the case. Remember who your teacher was. Call me back. Well, in that case, yeah. But I don't know. Like we always have this idea that there's these like, um, milestones and whether that's if I dropped this class and things would be easier or when I turn 25 this will happen yeah but well, renting cars will be cheaper but that's about well, it yeah well renting cars and car insurance you know with with all of those things you've mentioned like that that magical thought of not only will it be better but I will feel better about it like and, this yeah, and I will know what I'm doing yeah, yeah. right well, and I think the, the motivation the, to me is that proxy or one of the proxies for how I feel about the interactions I'm having in life. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, motivation is this easy thing to say, like, well, I'll get motivated or I'll be motivated when I care about the work. No, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, music is something I'm very passionate about. Am I motivated to go practice 10 hours a day in the, in the practice room? Not a bit of it. Right. Not a bit of it. You know, but that's something that's something I did for three years straight, not because I was motivated. It was it was. And I think that begs the question if for this podcast. It's like, so what is it if it's not motivation? What is it that keeps you? Yeah, getting up in the cold or, or, or pushing forward with a podcast when we, we don't necessarily want to record, but or getting started on that homework earlier than you want to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in that class. Well, and this is a, a, something that I hear in writing all the time. Well, I'm just not inspired or I'm just not motivated. And uh, you know, professional writers will say, if you wait for inspiration or motivation, nothing will ever get written. You know, you yes. just have to do it. Preach. Um, so, yeah. So I definitely, but yeah. So what does make me get up? Because I was sleeping really well this morning. I did not want to get up. It was cold. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're I'm farther north managed. than I am. <laughs> Yeah, and we're you know, and that's the thing is like, to a certain extent, the students are right. I'm, I'm a grown up. I can call in sick. I'm having a bad day. I don't even have to really. Well, you kind of have to be sick to call in sick. That's that's a thing. But I mean, it's unethical. To you call could in sick you could you could take personal leave or whatever different yes. style is the thing. But I could say like, hey, I need to take the day. I'm going to take the day. So. And at a certain point, I'll run out of paid time and I'll just yeah. dock, dock my pay and there's other things. But so I could, like, what's stopping me from just taking days I would like to take, not just the ones I'd need to take for illness or for, for whatever? I feel like there's a couple of different levels to this. Like at the, at the job level, it's like you are required, <laughs> you're kind of required if you want to eat. Yeah, you like paid. money is your motivator. <laughs> I mean, I work in a job where the majority of the contact I have with my students is stuff that I really enjoy. It is my vocation, you know, and then there is aspects of my work that is always the worst, like grading. Grading is always the worst, uh, you know, so there's one aspect of, like, if you're paid hourly and you need to pay rent, you just, you got to put in those hours to get that rent covered and the food. Like it's not a motivation thing. It is a existential living in the world thing. So, yeah. so thinking about it in terms of motivation is a problem for you. Yeah. And, and I think at that point, you're, you're right. That's a separate, that's a separate thing, but it, where's the motivation to go 
spend the extra time to go find out the resources to get an education and uh, a night school and, and change, move over careers. I mean, like this, this idea that, that motivation is an, is an external physical object that's going to fall out of the sky yeah. onto your head. Like it, inspiration. Right, like inspiration. yeah. It's a physical, touchable thing like, oh, uh, I walked by this dwarf and he handed me a bag of, of motivation and then I consumed it. And now I'm super motivated <laughs> for 12 hours until it runs out. Like, or, or that motivation that is happen. a is a state of being that's required. Motivation is a state of being, probably we'll say, but it's required to get work done. Motivation is not required to get work done. I am never or rarely, let's say, motivated to do my grading. Well, there you go. I'm motivated but, to be done with it, maybe. <laughs> right. Well, maybe so. You know, it's so. Why do I do it? You know, there. I mean, there are some. There are some very, there are various sort of things that do that. For, like for me, like there is probably strongest a commitment and an interaction with my students and that I owe them their grades so that they know how they're doing. You know? Right. Well, yeah. And for me, like, and this is probably true for you too. Like they need to know how they're doing on that part because they can move on to the next part. Right. Right. And so it's within like this bigger unit or lesson that I have. Right. Yeah, like I need, I am trying to help students come to understanding and develop knowledge, and I need to give them feedback for them to do yeah. that. Yeah, well, here's the thing, is like those things we're, we're talking about, most of the things we've mentioned are become high stakes after college or after high school even for, you know, if you're workplace, mortgage, food bills, healthcare, all those things. But I think specifically thinking about like this podcast is extra for all three of us. Yes. And it's, it's important to me. I'm passionate about it, uh, but it's totally not required. I, I can turn around to my bosses and say like, Hey, I'm taking my lunch and I'm going to record this podcast. It's very connected to my job um, topic wise. And if there's a day that I don't want to do it, I could easily just call up and say, Hey Pete, we can't, we can't meet. I'm doing this and that. Like I could, and after you get three weeks in a row of not meeting, it's like, Oh, Hey, looks like we're not meeting until next month. And, right. and what is the, it's not motivation that calls us back um, with a topic that calls us back with, I think there was a couple of dry spots where we really didn't have ideas of topics and I hope it didn't show up to the listeners. And at the same time, <laughs> we, you know, we still recorded not just for the dry habit of recording, but, you know, and it wasn't my altruistic love of the students that, that had me doing it. Right. I mean, there is a level of, and, and, and we're trying to move in towards like a situation which is more for the students. I mean, this is totally extra for us and the students are, students are taking classes, you know, so there's a little bit more of a uh, stakes involved there uh, the words that come into my mind is is dedication is that oh see mine was accountability mm. ah okay okay you, you know so you got, you got two other people on the on the hook yeah that's, that's yeah right, like, because i'm like well i mean they you guys can do it on your own absolutely you don't need me but at the same time i don't you know like not disappointing you not that you'd be disappointed necessarily but you know what I mean? For three weeks in a row, you might be like, so are you out? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So yeah, I, yeah, which, is, which would be fair. And so there's, there's that level of accountability for something, which can be, you know, parlayed into getting you to work on things that you are not internally motivated to use the, the word for. Like if you're like, I'm going to, uh, Drew, let's go study economics because we're both in the same economics class. Yeah. Let's meet every Tuesday. 4 p.m. study economics. If I know I'm supposed to meet you in the library, then, I, then personally, wow. I'm much more likely to show up. I like this way better than the than the fantasy idea of motivation is going to magically appear when I graduate, or motivation is going to magically appear when I get a better professor, better teacher, better content, or yeah. magically appear when yeah. I have stuff inside of my major area of study, or you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a junior and third year student now I can pick my courses better so I'll be motivated now I think yeah. that fantasy thinking and I think you're, you're right accountability when I was getting up early to run it was because I had a partner that I was meeting on the corner in pitch darkness that if I if I didn't show up I was gonna have to wake up anyway and text him and tell him I wasn't coming <laughs> uh, and that's the worst 
Yeah, I've had workout Sorry. partners. And sometimes the accountability is really to yourself because there are things like the grading situation. Like I know that I'm only messing up my future self's leisurely time if I don't do the grading, right? And so I'm like, okay, help Saturday Melody out and do the grading this week. <laughs> You know, yes. that, that's a wisdom item. I think that that is difficult to come by first year of college. Mm -hmm. This mm. this idea of uh, you know, especially when I'm looking at students, um, not all of whom are you're seeing per se in first year college, with impulsivity and the the idea of uh, difficulty planning ahead, very far ahead. You know. Yeah, yeah. So there's that accountability can help get you going for us also like for me where there's there's a level of dedication which is kind of my job and how like i'm dedicated to my job i'm dedicated to my family i'm dedicated to this podcast you know and those it's in college it's a little less kind of required to have that dedication yeah. but it's good practice because the your willpower i remember reading or hearing somewhere that you know willpower you can kind of use it up, but you can also like train it. You can exercise it, you know, like that the more you practice doing the things that you, you know, are supposed to do, the better you get at doing the things that you're supposed to do. You know, the less you do those, the less good you are at them, you know, and the, the more you practice working on the things you're supposed to be working on in a relatively low stakes environment, high school, little bit more stakes college, the better you are going to be prepared when you get to like the real stakes, when you have to have the job. And now like, oh, I don't like, I don't like doing this job. I was like, okay, well maybe you should look for another job. But in the meantime, you still have to keep doing your job. <laughs> right, so I like willpower better than motivation because sometimes it's just out of sheer willpower. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting this done. Um, just to be done with it or just to, you know, or whatever. It's, I don't know that, like, I don't know, I can grasp to willpower more than motivation, I guess. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I think willpower has, has its own, Same. It, well, it has its own problematic connotations sure. in other fields, but I, I'm not sure. Um, okay. But, it, I mean, but no, I, I think you're right, though. The point is, like, to, to this magical thinking about the idea of motivation is what was setting me off last time, uh, saying, like, <laughs> we, really, we really need to talk about this because, because again, it's not like I'm super motivated to record this podcast. Let me, let me drop everything I'm doing and, um, you know, post all over my Facebook and tell all my coworkers how great it is and, and block off an hour and a half. And da -da -da, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's not what's happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's, that's what Facebook looks like is we're all super motivated and we're all on the beach with our toes painted and it looks beautiful. But Behind the scenes, that's not what's happening. Motivation is is uh, is a lie. So whenever you were describing motivation, I was almost thinking it as, as something that people think just happens to them, or they like receive, yeah, right? Well, like some sort of right. something. Like, well, when I get motivated, like when it happens. But willpower, to me, even if the word is problematic, is something that. And I guess that's the intrinsic motivation if you want to look at it that way. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's just like, I'm getting this done, you know, damn it, <laughs> or whatever. Well, I, one yeah. of the things which you might be keying into, Melody, which I was just thinking about, is that uh, motivation is external. I do not have control over it. Yeah. It inspiration strikes or it doesn't strike. Versus willpower, I have control. It is something which I am in control of. And if I don't do it, that falls on me. And, okay. And there's, that's the insidious flip of the coin is that if, if I'm not doing it, is that evidence that I do not have willpower and therefore I'm, I'm non-growth mindset, just broken completely forever? No, because I think there are way, things that get in the way of that. And sometimes I have the will to do it, but I'm still not gonna because I don't want to. You know, if I wanted to, I could do it, but I'm not going to. Or you've made um, a decision. I, yeah, I made the decision, but I don't know. Like, are you okay? Say more. Sorry. Oh, like, uh, what were you going for? Oh, oh, I, I wasn't. I was, I was listening. Oh no, <laughs> I was just thinking. Like, I probably cut you off. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I know that word sounds bad, and it's like, oh, you have dig deep. You know, you know, we were dig talking deep. about grit before we started recording, and I do under. I mean, there's some ways I can see how grit is positive, but. 
you know, there are a lot of things that get in the way of hard work and that's, determination. You're, you're and, exactly right. And I think that's the tricky part with any of these terms, right? The, the, uh, the definitions that we're, we're using is, you know, uh, what do we say? Motivation, willpower, grit, um, uh, inspiration, blah, 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 is the, the, the concept and the definition are separate and different for each person, mm -hmm. region, culture, upbringing, background, whatever. And so when I say, you know, I'm not motivated to do this, or I am motivated to do this, and it translates to one of my students, it, it may be uh, 80% coverage or 20% coverage of what I'm actually saying getting to them. Mm -hmm. So that to me is the problem where somebody's saying, well, I'll get motivated later and then I'll just, this doesn't motivate me. So I'm not going to do it. And I'm reading that with my definition of motivation saying that's a lie. We're, we're, we're winking at the camera when we say, Oh, I'm not motivated. I'll be motivated later. Yeah. No, you know, uh, or my high school students telling me like, oh, well, the reason I have C's is because I, I'm not going to put full effort into this because it's not exciting. It's not interesting, motivating to me at all. When when I'm in college, I'll do better. No, you won't. No. Like, well, oh, this goes okay. back to our high school you is college you. Exactly. Like these, the habits that we develop are, are in the process of developing. We, we say this as if there's these there's this like hard break and the point is there's not. The, the way you think about it is the way that you carry it forward in the next yeah. minute, hour, year, whatever it is. So if you practice yeah. uh, blowing stuff off, then that's what you're going to take into the workforce. Well, and, and it's going to be that, tough relearning that. And, and that's a piece of the picture in my mind is that this concept of when I graduate and I matriculate and I walk across the stage and, and, and the Wizard of Oz hands me the diploma, then my motivation will also be in the mail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that to me is. No, but Scarecrow, you had a brain all along. Yes, you had one the whole time. Uh, you know um, that that like threshold crossing coming of age ceremony is is somehow Im imbued with this magic power. And and I and how many times in a row do we have to repeat these type of threshold crossing? Um, ceremonies before we realize that the motivation does not arrive in the mail and that this is me talking about me i'm, I'm criticizing myself <laughs> for believing the lie that i that i told to myself i you know mm -hmm. what i mean so like right. i hope that other students are having a better experience and coming to enlightenment faster than me right yeah I, well one of the things this is bringing back for me is I remember in high school talking with our dad and he was maybe he was in middle school see People feel as deeply as they have the capability to feel. So regardless of how bad something seems to you, if it's the worst thing they've ever experienced, then they'll feel the worst that they can. Right? And, and that uh, even if you're looking, it's like, man, this is not even a tenth of the worst stuff I've ever had to experience. But this person is like breaking down because, you know, of something that seems trivial. Right? But for them, it's not trivial. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. That's Similarly, funny your ability to feel unmotivated you know, is, is divorced from the difficulty or intrinsic engagement of what you're doing. You know, I, I work in a job which I find incredibly rewarding uh, in a subject that I find fascinating. And there are still plenty of times where like, oh God, <laughs> I got to do this thing. I you mean, know, we so totally went for the advice of following your passion. Yeah, you know, I totally follow my bliss. <laughs> you know, it's, it doesn't mean that like all of a sudden it's going to be some, yeah. yeah, you know, like Thomas Kincaid painting of a life. You know. Yeah. Look. Ask your parents. Look that one up. Yeah. Look that one up. <laughs> or Google. <laughs> or Google it. Yeah. Uh, so if so, I guess I'm trying to think like if we were trying to like make some sort of, I know we're not really making an argument, but so it's not necessarily motivation or maybe that's not the right word. Is there a word that you feel like kind of captures what we're talking about or a concept or do we just need to scrap that whole idea? I think if I, if I guess, I, I think I know what you're asking. And if I, if I were to pick a new one, right. Yeah. In the absence of the, of the, baggage that comes with words like grit um which you know if you read the underlying studies my understanding is that 
it was a really strong concept and it was kind of used by uh, a lot of people who hadn't fully understood the entire concept. This is the trouble with English is the words mean so many different yeah. things. <laughs> right. There's anyway, I, I would use, um, I would say perseverance. Yeah. On t because it, 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 and again, one of the reason, one of the reasons this came up as a topic in my head was I'm, I'm listening to guys our age who do YouTube video content for their livelihood, right? Which is a small number or, you know, it's a medium number of people who are able to do that to pay bills. Mm -hmm. um, and this person was addressing their audience saying like, look, I get, I get asked the question all the time. How do you make daily content? How do you make weekly or every other day content? Um, it must be the best job. You must have so much fun because you know, you're able to pump churn out these, these 20 minute, 30 minute videos every day. Um, and he said, no, that's absolutely not the case. Like he said, basically what I've been trying to say, which is motivation. I don't even look at it. I don't measure that. That's not a metric I use. I don't ask myself when I wake up, am I motivated? Um, I get up and I, you know, put together my day and I go and make a, a video because that's what I've chosen to do for my life. And, and he, it doesn't, he doesn't even ask himself the question, do I like this or am I excited by it or motivated by it? He, he just, um, he says, what's interesting to me, I'm going to make that video, put it out there and um, do better next time. And he does a reflective process on was that video well received and was that content well received and all, the, all those things you should do in your job, right? right. Self-reflection self and changing, changing course and those things. But he doesn't start the day asking, am I motivated? He doesn't start the video recording session saying, am I motivated? He doesn't do the editing portion uh, saying, am I motivated to edit videos today? Yeah. I mean, that makes all, I mean, it feels a lot like sort of how I, unintentionally live my life. Why <laughs> <laughs> very intentionally make myself do things? Well, I mean, motivation is not something that, I mean, obviously it's a word I know, but it's not like a main driver in uh, my day-to-day -day life that like I have been aware of this difference between sort of the follow your bliss, which is the phrase that our, our house had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a Joseph Campbell thing. Look them up, people. So that's good stuff. Um, in terms of like what is the ideal and what is kind of like the you know thirty thousand foot view of my life versus the day to day. Yeah. Uh, and part of that I think might come from how people in society as a whole views physics professor as a vocation versus the reality on the ground of physics professor as a job. Hollywood and just, you know, TV and stuff, the phys physics professor has certain aspects of it that are really played up. Yeah, in terms we know of, you're making nuclear bombs over there. It's cool. Yeah. You know, well, there is a nuclear physics department or in, at UW-Madison. Derail, derail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not me. <laughs> but it's, uh, but there's like, it's, it's portrayed as kind of flashy and erudite. And what we're saying is like that, that, motivation uh, or the or the measurement of it or the level of it or lack of it is not entered into the calculus of my to-do list for today right yeah that there's there's this disconnect between what people think i do and how my life works because yeah, i can tell and you what, right now what my life is <laughs> i'm super motivated to go camping someplace warm but mm. that's not going to happen how and, cold but, is it there god yeah, it's like mid seventies. It's really terrible. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm Go gonna refer back to my what I was just talking about: people's ability to feel bad yeah. or good. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the coldest he gets, and therefore it's the coldest he feels. Yeah. yeah, I have to wear socks with my Birkenstocks. It's awful. Oh uh. <laughs> so, but if we replace perseverance with motivation you know what I mean then that's just a simple word swap so how do we change the way we feel about it does that make or, sense? or think about it I would say think yeah. as opposed to feel <laughs> I mean changing how you think I sometimes I feel is a lower <laughs> part than how you feel about something I I don't know I mean is is it a little bit of like don't dream it be it uh 
uh, where did I steal that from? And, um, or, or something like that, where fake it till you make it, where, it, look, hey, I love going camping, so I'm going to talk to my friends, and whenever something pops up that's a, an offer, I'm going to say, yeah, absolutely, let me, let me make a, let me make a, a priority for that. And that that's where I will spend my time off or my personal leave. And I've got equipment that I want to bring and, and whatever. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and, and I've, I'm looking with an eye towards when I'm shopping or saving or spending money that, that this is a priority for me is camping. So I'm going to get camping gear and I'm going to, Hey, that backpack that I want costs 300 bucks. I need to save up or whatever. So I don't know. <laughs> so you, you, you seem to like have also put in prioritizing as some of this perseverance thing. And like when I was talking about Saturday melody, like I was prioritizing in many ways, having my Saturday free to crochet or go do whatever I want. Uh, um, so I could see how like that could also be part of the equation. I, I guess. guess that's the trade-off, isn't it? It's instead of saying, what am I motivated to do this moment? It's more of looking forward and planning ahead and saying, what am I, what am I planning on doing next week or this weekend or next year or next summer? Yeah, I remember hearing or reading somebody talking about this who's an expert. And of course, I can't tell you because I can't remember. <laughs> it's been too long. Talking You're the about worst. the trick. At least I let you know. <laughs> okay. At least I'm, I'm doing my best to cite my sources <laughs> poorly. Um, that the trick in terms of many of these things is making the future uh, apparent in the present. Yeah. Is bringing yeah. that thing that will happen later and making it feel immediate now. You know, you have that picture of that backpack you want up on, on your cubicle at work, you know, and that's to remind you like, hey, you wanna go out and get some beers? Well, backpack, future, now it's present with me now. Today I'll pass because I wanna save some money for that backpack. You know, um, one of the things which is strangely nerdily effective for me sometimes is to consider uh, how I would live my life if my life was like uh, a, a video game with like a skill tree and like things and, and stuff that I can learn that on people who play those types of video games, they're like, you'll grind like crazy for the experience or the job points or whatever the mechanic is to get up to the <laughs> thing that you want. You should see my face right now. Cause I'm like, you are <laughs> appalled. I know <laughs> Drew, just- Drew is a hundred percent with me. Uh, <laughs> If you're like, if I live my life like it was like I'm earning some like little points that I could then spend to, you know, finish all the grading and, and get tenure or become an awesome camper or uh, get uh, super awesome grades and be like rated the most brilliant student on campus instead of thinking about, hey, I got to spend three hours working on this homework set. That's not the thing. That's not what you do at a video game. You're like, oh, I'm going to spend three hours grinding on on this particular skill, and the focus in your head that entire time is get the skill, get the skill, get the skill, as opposed to, oh, I hate homework. Oh, I hate homework. Oh, I hate homework. Even then, you're aimed at the end result. Right. Right. And, it's yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say it's a lot more apparent because you get the little like XP thing that pops over your head or whatever to like you watch your progress. You right? But we don't think about homework that way. You get quite a bit of um, immediate um, relevant feedback. Right. And yeah. So yeah. I guess if you're missing that, uh, then you have to do it for yourself. Like that's the thing where, oh, motivation is going to fall out of the sky. Well, no, but maybe I can make this feedback explicit or visible to myself on the things that I find important despite my lack of willpower. So, um, you know, whether, and so people will say things like, well, that's where you park far away from the store and walk because my goal is to lose weight. And this is one tiny thing I have control over. Even if my willpower does not allow me to follow a diet, I can walk to the store instead of parking up front. Right. Or the, uh, this is like what the little rewards that people have. Like Drew, we have that sort of uh, sort of app that can sort of turn your tasks into right, uh, yeah. a little experience for your little avatar guy and like do these different things. And that turns 
little it things makes it into invisible what you what you said you prioritized and so then yeah then you have to really examine i said this was a priority for myself i said this was something i wanted to do by the weekend by the next month by next summer is it really right So that might, I was just trying to, trying to get another example in video <laughs> games, but you know, I don't, I do like a bullet journal, but I don't get super into it, but there are people who will track their chores or their water intake yeah. or like they'll put a dollar in a jar every day. And so they use that as a way to yeah. visually show their progress. Does I that quite, make sense? And there's something way. satisfying about coloring in that little box or that balloon or whatever you decide yeah. to make I, your thing. I completely find it satisfying to cross off my yeah my journal list of of mm -hmm. stuff I had to do today. Oh yeah, uh, and I yeah I don't even just have one cross. Like I have a little box and I fill it in with five little lines. And it makes <laughs> me feel very happy. Yeah, this, this is the the more grown up version of a sticker chart. Yeah. Oh, the sticker chart. Yes, but I picked the stick the items on the sticker. Chart. So when, when kids are going to Sunday school or whatever it is for a sticker chart, it was picked by the grown-ups, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So it's yeah. yeah like maybe I should use stickers in my bullet journal because I I don't know. You can get tons. Let me tell you, tons of stickers. Are they are they scratch and sniff stickers though? I they can't. Know. Could be. Could be scratch and sniff stickers. I, but so I just do like a to-do list and I do, I do one for the month, one for every week and one for every day. And mm. I do like to mark everything off on the day, but I mean, if I don't, then I am forced to write it again on the next day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, which then makes that day a little harder. So I'm always like, well, if I do this now, I won't have to do it tomorrow. So that whole looking forward thing and thinking of tomorrow's self or next week's self is, really motivating for me but um yeah i have one for one for websites and one for google and one for everything else sounds like you need some trello in there drew Ew, no. yeah, you know i started trello and, and i can't uh, do it i'm not sure how to use it correctly i'm so old now i have to go figure it out i i'm yeah i don't know it's I, one of those things i just have to play with anyway, anyway. <laughs> As an aside, they don't sponsor this podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, I just said I didn't like it, so it's not really. <laughs> There's plenty of tools. Trello has a, you know, they can come sponsor. It's cool. I mean, I'll give <laughs> you it You can use Trello try. to organize the podcast. <laughs> so it's a, um, so motivation is. Bump. Well, it externally. I, what it what the problem is that I see is that it turns into an excuse, yeah. right? It turns into a physical object excuse. Like the presence of motivation is not here; it's absent. So therefore, it's not my fault that I'm not able to get things done. Yeah, it's an externalization of stuff. Whereas something like persistence or willpower or something like that, those are you are in control. You have autonomy. You uh, of of how to do it. Uh, Having sort of, I'm thinking back to what we just talked about in terms of having accountability. If there's something, if you're just all like, ah, I can't be bothered, whatever, that's one thing. But if you're like, I know I should be doing this work and I can't seem to get myself to do it on my own, having somebody to work with, and that's all the really that, that we mean by accountability. It's not like they're gonna, you get fined $5 or something every time you fail to show up. I mean, you could do that. that. That would definitely, uh, you know, your monetary stake in showing up at <laughs> time, but that's not necessarily required, uh, at least in my experience. Yeah. So reframing this, these things yeah. that are that you're not enthusiastic about, <laughs> to not wait for enthusiasm or inspiration or motivation motivation to strike you, but yeah. to try to be held accountable maybe uh, try to reframe it so that the actions you take now in these things, uh, you're focused on an outcome in the future, which is positive, that is more engaging than the, I just need to work, I need to grade eight. Yeah. Homeworks. Six. 
<laughs> That's my daily quota for today. <laughs> you know, but instead of looking forward to, then I can give them all back to them, and then I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, woo. No, I have more so, coming. Up. Well, I mean, there always be every week. There's more, but you know, I'll be caught up. Well, you know, but it's good I to be caught up. Yeah, but what I don't want to do is have two stacks of homeworks to grade. Yeah, woo, tell me about that. <laughs> so, so, did I miss anything in some of that recap? I, I think, think so. I think you, you covered it. I think that we kind of explored. Uh, well, I'm satisfied. So that's, that's really the point of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess I think also, I mean, I learned something today, which I tend to learn stuff when we talk, but I say all the time, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, I just don't want to today. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm not motivated. And even though I say those things, I probably just shouldn't because I think, you know, you do have some like power over your actions with like your words and your thoughts and stuff. But I'm like, I just need to switch it a little bit, I think. And I, I'm already doing it by like looking forward and prioritizing and the persistence thing, but I'm labeling it wrong. Um, hmm. That makes sense. And so yeah, I think, yeah. and then I'll even be like, just tell me I need to grade, you know, like I'll text my partner and he'll like, you should grade. And I'm like, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Or, or whatever. So I am looking for that outside thing still, even though clearly I have the inside stuff most of the time, but I can see how it's a slippery. Yeah. I, I think there's the trouble in it or what could be the trouble in it for a lot of people. It's probably not as big a problem as it was for me. I think that it, it can become a, this is like a, um, I'm not feeling good about this task or that thing or, and, and so the awareness of that feeling turns into, oh, I'm not motivated, but maybe I'll be motivated later. And that is like this um, prophecy of making you feel, making yourself feel okay about not feeling good on this task right now. So, yeah. so you can get through the day and not have to do what you don't want to do. And there Which, are some times when I'm like, I don't feel like doing it. And you, and there are sometimes I can legitimately put it off until another day. Right. Um, but I have to be okay with the consequences of that. Um, you know, yeah. that might mean I have to grade 12 in one day instead of six, you know, and that sucks. That's, that's yeah, twice as hard. Actually, yeah. probably more than twice as hard. Uh, Drew, what you're saying reminds me of, I have at least in the past prided myself on being honest with what it is that I have the inclination to do uh it's like am i really going to do this or am i not going to do this mm -hmm. uh and i'm usually pretty pretty good about that but one of the the uh, double edge to that sword is using that as an excuse to not do things is to say ah i know i'm not going to do this and using that to actually reduce the amount of things that i actually do because because i'm like oh i already know what i can do or not I'm just gonna be honest with myself. I'm not gonna do this and mm -hmm. then to give myself the pass to not do things that I really should be doing and could be doing and can do, but I've, I've sort of used this. As a I know we're, we're out of time, but th that is a, a point where working with uh, my wife on, on life things, not work things, but mm -hmm. you know, she's the type of person who is, planning, planning, planning all, you know, about next summer, we've got dates on the calendar all the way out to July, whatever. Um, and she taught me that I, I can do more than I think I can do. And that was really valuable. So that's the, you can get that on a team in a workspace. Right. Um, I'm fortunate to get that in my, you know, relationship with my wife where she's taught me that I can do more than I think I can in a day. And I've taught her to, you know, sometimes it's okay to relax and, and <laughs> he doesn't say to chill out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well to be able to, to be okay with not, having always, a plan. you know, uh, going full blast and like take your foot off the gas for a minute and, and watch a TV show or whatever. Yeah it is perhaps not surprising that that echoes a lot of my, uh, my relationship with my wife. I was going to say, you guys sound kind of the same. <laughs> well, and it's, I think it's funny because I think I am the same as your wives. You know what I mean? Like I like to plan, let's make a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. 
let's not yeah. say I don't like to plan. She, she, you know, she just really explicitly made me aware of what I was skipping by default. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, saying, oh, I can't get that today. I'll get that tomorrow. She's like, no, we we're, we're, we can do all of this. So let's do all of this. Let's just yeah. get it done. Let's get it over with. Yeah. My wife is the same way. It's like, do you want to do this today? It's like, yeah, I should. Yeah. <laughs> Would I do that like, on my own if she no. didn't point it out? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're but like, no, but I will. Yeah. It's like, right. no, because I'm lazy. Like, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Well, and this might, I don't know, we've talked about procrastination before, but, and then this is probably a different thing, but. There's also this um, permission in, well, I'm a procrastinator. Uh, and my students are like, oh, they just constantly tell me this. I was like, there's no way you can be in this class because I force you into doing things. But they, that's such a part of their identity. Right, I just put I, stuff off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you were just talking about how, well, I'm just not going to do it kind yeah. of thing. That's another um, deep throwaway that everybody has a different definition of what that means. And yeah. it's just like a fill space. I don't know what to say. So I'm going to say like, oh, I'm not motivated. I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. Or I don't want to do it. And I want it, I want you to, to validate my excuse. Yeah. I want you to give yes, me yes, yes. to not do my assignment. Exactly right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should be like, we're not going to use the words motivation or procrastination in the writing class next semester. Like, don't tell me any of that stuff. It's not even part of our vocabulary. <laughs> it might change the way people work. So I don't know. I mean, they'd have to really think about the words and stuff. I don't know. They should listen to this podcast. So I'm telling them. Yeah, you can start, start with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks, guys, for, for chatting. Thanks, Drew, for bringing this one up. That was... Uh, as always, but particularly today, a really interesting conversation. Um, if you have topics for us to bring up or someone you'd like us to talk to, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Hyland, D-O-C-T-O-R-H-Y-L-A-N-D, or send me an email, peter.o.hyland, H-Y-L-A-N-D, at gmail.com. All right, see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.